Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and the life that happens between them. All right. You want to start with um, saying uh, something about iTunes usage and such? Yeah, if our friends are listening to us on iTunes, then um, if you guys could go and leave us some ratings and reviews, let us know what you think. Hit up our website, uh, transpantastic.blogspot.com. Comment on these. Let us know what's going on in your head, what you think about what we're doing here. And those would give us an idea of what you all think of what we have to say or if you have any questions, things you'd like to hear us talk about, we'd love to hear from you guys. Ooh, and we just got our domain names, too. Transpantastic.com and .net, which right now are just parked, but probably by the time that this is actually released... It might might be ready. We might actually have something, at least have it redirecting to the blog spot or something, which our friends... Probably we should let them know that we release these on about a two to four week delay so that we have content waiting in case parenting gets crazy and we don't get a chance to record for a week or two. Parenting get crazy? Parenting? Crazy? Mm. Oh, well. Yeah. Might be busy or something. So, yeah, I reserved our Tumblr, our Twitter, our domain name, URL, Transpantastics all over, but I haven't done anything with them yet, although, like I said, by the time this is released, hopefully we'll have something on them. That'll be after our trip. Our trip, which we'll be taking very shortly. Yes, which we'll also probably be back from by the time this is released. We're going to Seattle! Yeah. It's part of our big queer agenda to go to a gay wedding. We are going to a gay wedding. Some guys I've known since college, when I went to a religious college for my undergrad my wonderful Christian liberal arts university, which almost sounds like an oxymoron. <laughs> does to me. <laughs> but, no, it was a great place. I loved it. And um, I still have a lot of friends from there, and many of whom are now out as queer, and many more who are not towing the same line as the university did. So it's it's great to see that because... My friend who is getting married, who I've known since college, was married to a woman, and we were pretty good friends then because we bonded about that whole doing college while married thing, and we had kids about the same time. His firstborn is about the same age as our number one. And uh, then, you know, they sent him to degaying camp. Traumatized. I'm certain of it. it. It's bad. If you... Our our friend should go Google Peterson Toscano. He has quite a bit to say about degaying camp. You can straighten your hair. You can straighten your tie, your suit, your hemline, your stockings. You you can't straighten people. No, no. Mm-mm. While we're gone, our kids are going to their other parents, and right. that's been kind of an adventure. Seeing if the other parents would be ready. Ready, available, willing, able. Able. Able is the big yeah. one. Yeah. They, they both have um, health issues. Yeah. And so they aren't always if available. They, if they're not well, 
then they tend not to be up to watching kids. And so I can't very well leave my kids for visitation at the hospital. No. And I can't take them with me to Seattle either. No. And so we had to make sure that we had like double and triple backup with our right. friends. and. So they're, they're at their, well, two of them are at their other parents right now. Yeah, one and three are at their dad's already because school just let out. And two has been going to his mommy's house during the day because they are on summer break now. So he goes there during the day, and then I pick him up after work. Yes. It's a new schedule for him, and he seems to be doing well with it. And it's it's great because uh, she can take him to do stuff, and that includes his many appointments, which he just started occupational therapy. Oh, my gosh, and the OT has been kind of amazing for him. It it seems like it is. I mean, I mean, it could be the summer break, but I've seen him on breaks before, not not doing this well. And he, he seems to be just uh, calmer, um, just more relaxed, which is difficult for, for him. He doesn't relax, really. So, no. T- towards relaxed would be the... He's- Closer to relax than he often is. Something like that. But he, he's more easily directed. Yes. He's, he doesn't get frustrated and angry right away about things. And if he does, like tonight, he, he thinks about it a bit and thinks, well, I could keep fussing over what I'm not getting or I could just do what I was offered. So. Yay. So between the OT and the having graduated from kindergarten and now being on break, did you get to see any of his kindergarten graduation? Did they video for they, you or anything? That's what's on that disc that you were copying oh, for me. Okay. Yeah. That our that his mommy wants a copy of and um our wonderful dear friend who was able to go to his graduation also wants a copy of that. Yes, so, and you and I had to work, so we're glad they have a DVD. Yes. We haven't seen it yet, but I'm yeah. sure he did great. I had to work because I had already taken him to too many appointments that week. So Right, and I had to work because I don't have sick days left if we're going to Seattle. Correct. So we're looking forward to seeing it because he's always the star of the show. He he is <laughs> often the star of the show. He's Unin- a showman. Unintentionally. So, well, I don't know. Sometimes it seems rather intentional to me. But. Yeah. Not quite the star that the teacher would probably want. Oh, they loved him. They do. Yeah. They do. And number three just had a performance, too. She had her dance recital. She did, and she looked like she had so much fun. She did, and she was... I've put the videos up on Facebook, and my friends say, you know, she was the the most attentive and the one who is you know the most animated my friends say that she has the most clean movements the most intentional movements right which with a bunch of four and five year olds in a preschool dance class intentional movements are not really what they do well that makes sense to me. She was very animated. She had the facial expression. She was matching not only the hands, but the feet and the face and the everything with the teacher. I think she's quite pleased with the results. She seemed she seemed happy with the 
with the situation. Last time, you know, the other time she was nervous and, and really didn't know what to expect. She she knew what to expect this time. And, yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm just, I'm glad she had a good time because that's it for the semester. That is. And that's it for the year. And I think that's it for dance lessons because she said I gave her, you know, her choice of PE for next year because once again, our public schools here are wonderful and don't have PE. So you know, we have the choice of tumbling or martial arts or cheerleading or any of those, but they're private. And so she decided that next year she wants cheerleading. And so if she still does in another month, if she's still in the same place, then I'll have to go register her for that instead of dance lessons. But she's doing good. And she's smart, too. She is smart. She's five and reading chapter books. Yeah. She reads to her brother. She does. To her, her older brother. To her older brother. Probably who... to both of them. <laughs> uh, she can definitely outread number two. I I think she can outcomprehend number three. I don't think she can outread him, but she can probably outcomprehend I, him. I think she can. Because he has he has intentional special focus areas that he prefers. Yes, and if the reading is not about his idea of interesting, then the reading is completely in one ear and out the other. Right, and he's good at his special focus type interests. Yes, as he's most good. people with his special disability are. And in fact, I just heard a podcast not too long ago about a special school in Texas, maybe? For kids like him who are supposed to be transitioning out of school and into the workforce, but don't have the life skills, and so they put them to those kinds of special interest tasks, like computers and repetitive and that kind of thing that autistic kids are so good at focusing on. Well, he's, I'm sure, enjoying that it's summer and that he doesn't have to focus on those difficult things and he can focus on the things that he really is good at and I can imagine that he'll come out of it with some good projects this summer. Oh I'm sure. I I thought we might get him into a video game design camp but when I looked at the uh, outline and the syllabus for the camp, the day camp that they're offering through the school district, he is beyond them. He could teach the class. He could if he had the social interest of doing so. Fair enough. Or if they all wanted to learn specifically about a certain character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 So he can, he, well, he'll, he'll do that himself, and he'll write his music, and, you know. Yeah, and he's playing bass. He plays amazingly on the bass when he follows directions. Especially considering I know that he does not practice. He does not. He's got one. He... He must be practicing in his head or have the capability to be doing that in the background of his head while he's focusing on something else because he, he does play it well considering well, I never hear that thing in the house. He's got that thing where he's just got an ear and a brain for music and you see it a lot in gifted kids where the thing that's easy for them they think they don't have to work at and when it gets hard... They don't know how to work at it because they never had to work when it was easy. And he did that with his academics. He hit the wall about fifth grade. With music, he hasn't hit the wall yet. 
Well, it's summer. It is summer, There's, and so he's going to be... The walls are, you know... No walls. He can follow his special interests as far as his heart his desires, and hopefully content. he can... He, he's talking about trying to monetize some of his games, sell some of his soundtracks. Well, he might be able to figure that out. Yeah. He can figure things out, that's for sure. He can, when he wants to. Yeah. So, they're all, they're all gone. It's nice to focus on the good things about them. I feel like we gripe about them a lot. It, look, look, we were just trying to have some sanity. Yeah. That's all. And venting is necessary sometimes. It, it can be. Yes, but they're they're going away for a little while, and we're going away for a little while. Seattle's going to be good. It should be. It It'll should be, be nice to have some time just to ourselves. It will. It will. And having been to Seattle a couple times before, it's very queer-friendly, very trans-friendly. Right. Last time I was there, I went to a few bars, and there were a number of trans guys, trans girls in the bars, not getting funny looks, not getting the treatment. It was just, hey, I see you, I read you, you're pretty obvious and nobody cares. Right. And it was kind of awesome. That's so good. Going I, full time, first time. Yeah. I'm That's excited. about right. I'm excited for you. I don't think it's a big deal, but uh, I guess it could be. I I think it's just sort of the natural next step. Well, it's it's not possible to do that at work, being that I'm a professional and established in my field for a certain amount of time at my job. It's not something that, that I can do at work, but I don't consider myself to be any different whether I'm dressed one way or another, so. No, you don't, and... Many of us don't, and those people to whom you have already come out are kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it'll be nice to have some time where you just present as yourself and just have people see you as yourself instead of the ma'am, sir, ma'am. <laughs> right. Person, hey, you. Hey, you. <laughs> I shouldn't have to tell any coffee baristas, it's okay, here's my order. <laughs> did we talk about that when the barista had no clue what to think about you? I think we did. That hadn't happened to me in a long time, but but I think we, we might have done that already. It's so. been happening to you more since, even since before you decided to transition. Like even before you started Hormones. It was happening to you more, and it hadn't in, like, a decade. Right. This is true. So, that's good. Yeah. And speaking of hormones... Speaking of hormones... We're looking at trying to get hormones settled, and then How do you work do that? towards surgery. <laughs> it, 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 we could make a lot of money off that settling thing. I know. If there is such a deal. Well, you've been getting shots every two weeks, and we're looking right. at... I've talked to the doctor. The doctor went to a conference um, in our neighboring state, and she came back and said it, it could be better to do once-a-week shots for the emotional management of the situation. And thinking about this over the last couple of weeks, I decided that that would be a 
good thing to do, not only for the emotional part, but for the physical, you know, interaction, the physiological situation of sorts. Being on puberty one week and menopause the next. Yeah, that. No. No. And <laughs> yeah, so the, the pH levels evening out more, just everything evening out at a, at a better pace. It seems like too much of a slam to get a high dose and then, you know, slope downhill for two weeks uh, right. after that. So we're, we're going to split it in half. and So you were on 100 every two weeks, mm -hmm. and we're looking at 50 or 60 right. every week. Right. So that's the question. It would be 50, but I have left a message for the doctor that I'd like to do 60 because I got my lab work back. Well, the clinic got my lab work back, and they finally called me and told me what it was today. <laughs> so everything's really good. All my, you know, different panels are great. My cholesterol's a little high, but it's one point higher than it was six, seven months ago. So that's not, not a big deal, I, I don't think. Um, and my T level is 270, which is low, and the nurse admitted this. So... I asked her to tell the doctor that I would like to go to 60 because I think it would be more even and because the T-level is so low. She said the doctor would probably say, well, let's stick to the course here and see what happens after splitting it into, you know, a week at a time. And, and it seems like this doctor is making choices based on two primary factors. So the first factor is that I think because they're fairly new to treating trans patients with hormones and doing that as their full-time gig in that clinic, that they're kind of sticking to previously established protocol or what uh, materials there are available about what is the quote-unquote normal average dosage. I think they're being conservative. Yes. And they're and hoping that's... that that's, that's helpful to... Be more conservative, and it's a it's a medical approach, right? And the other thing being that if they're going to have that as an established practice, they're probably trying to start out um, with all of their patients on sort of a similar baseline, and go from there as needed. That way, it's easier to sort of standardize care. And nobody's going to be talking to anyone else saying, well, why are you giving me such and such when so-and-so is also getting this other thing? The, those, or... are, those are certainly possibilities. I, I think um, it's difficult to find out enough about who's going to where, what doctor where, and what dose are they starting on and why. And I've been thinking lately about some of the younger guys who haven't, you know, gotten near menopause and don't have hysterectomies, what their body needs for tea is going to be different than mine. Yeah. And they're take, I think they're taking that into consideration. Mm -hmm. And then starting on a more conservative dose because they want to see how you're going to react. Yeah. Uh, how, how's your body going to handle that? And from what I've seen online from other people who are on tea, it's best to tear yourself up anyway. Start on a lower dose. Let your body adapt. Right. And it, it makes sense to me. And I'll understand if the doc says, 
No, let's not go to 60 yet, but I'm going to push her a little because I feel like I'd, ra I'd rather do it now and it's not a big increase, you know. But I've, I've got my reasoning of I, I want to feel more level for the whole week. I agree. So we'll see. I want you to feel more level for the whole week, yes, too. Yes, I imagine you do, dear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. <laughs> so in addition to uh, hormones, now that you've been on them for a while, we're looking at the possibility of surgery in the fall since you started them in the spring. We wanted to wait about six, eight months, see how your body reacted, see what physical changes there were. Right, and the surgery was in consideration before I started hormones, and it was a matter of exactly that, mm -hmm. uh, getting on tea and then seeing what else is happening. So what I'm trying to do right now is watch my food intake, make sure I'm eating healthy and not overdoing it with the calories because I'd like to be at a healthy weight in order to have a, the prime opportunity for the best surgery mm -hmm. I can. Yes, and to clarify, we are talking about top surgery. Yes. And you were at a pretty low BMI anyway. You're not overweight. When you say you want to maintain a healthy weight, it is really maintain. You're not, like, trying to drop serious pounds. Correct, but I'd like to make sure I'm eating healthy because it's always a temptation to just have a big bowl of ice cream mm -hmm. and to uh, eat lots and lots of red meat. Well, I don't have that same craving since I've had been taking the biotin. Yeah, and it's good that you do have the naturopath helping you out with the extra supplements and the kinesiologist, you know, giving those other things to supplement the tea to make sure that your body isn't uh, estrogenizing it and to assist with um, protein metabolizing. Have we talked about that at all? No, I don't think we have. You do see a... Um, I do see a kinesiologist who's also a chiropractor, but not mine. Right. And she will muscle test for supplements that are needed, and I brought the tea to her and said, okay, here's what I'm doing, and I want to support my body in this and some of the main things she she gave me to help with that are the biotin which is a very high grade biotin mm -hmm. made by thorn which is t h o r n e and that is to help with the proteins because often guys on tea seem to really crave a lot of protein especially red meat and you do need a lot of protein because you're building muscle mass like crazy you are. You unless are. you're packing on the fat what I've noticed is within a couple of weeks of being on as much biotin as I am now, which is a big increase, right? Um, I don't constantly crave a triple cheeseburger. Yay. So I'm thinking that I'm, you know, getting what I need out of the meat I am eating and getting enough protein where it needs to go. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and what's the other supplement you're taking to the keep from... The other one is a combination of things. It's called methyl SP. And it's to help get rid of the bad hormones. So you've you got an excess of hormones and you, you don't want to keep them. And I was taking that as a premenopause or menopause uh, supplement 
for the same reason. Right. Only it's um, a little bit more important in this case because you have to be so careful about not creating those bad estrogens and creating a boomerang effect or some other serious number of serious health problems right. that you can get out of out of having that go bad. Right. So it's good that you're taking care of your body. I am taking care of my body. And getting it ready to get rid of that stupid chest. Yes. So my food intake is focused on being very healthy. However, I, I've decided I'll bribe myself right now with the idea that when I'm sitting here recovering from surgery, I will have all the damn ice cream I want. You do that. I will. Every flavor that I desire. Yes. And you will have earned it. Not right now. No. So. That's great. And the other reason that we've kind of been putting off surgery, we were thinking about doing it before you started hormones. Mm -hmm. But um, then we came to uh, one of those support group meetings, and they were talking about the changes under the Affordable Care Act also known as Obamacare. Right, which doesn't actually kick in until January. Right, but the way that the anti-discrimination clauses are written, there are probably going to be a number of lawsuits over um, exclusionary clauses. I hope so. Me too. And so we were kind of waiting, holding off to see if there might be a chance of getting the insurance to cover your surgery. We've been saving and saving for it. Right, and it appears that that's not um, currently a direct option. Let's hope that some of these other things that pan out make it an option and certainly make it an option for guys in the very near future because they're doing it in other states. They are. They're doing it in other places. Um, it, It pisses me off that you can do bariatric surgery and you can't do your gender correction I agree, and I think that any surgery, and this is the the big discrimination issue, any surgery, if it would be co- if it would be covered for any other reason, the the plastic surgeon did make it clear to me that the insurance companies find a way around all kinds of things, including repairing some kid's ear because they didn't consider the exterior of the ear to be important to the function of the ear which is insane. Yeah, no. So they they find their ways around it. So they don't cover a lot of it. I wouldn't say, you know, these these types of surgeries are covered. Otherwise, they're only covered for cancer, as far as I could get out of the the insurance that that I have. But the issue then becomes if cancer is a covered cause for surgery... And GID is not. Mm-hmm. That's a discrimination issue. Right. And if um, they're they're having issues with this over hysterectomies, mm-hmm. over phalloplasties, if a guy gets it blown off in Iraq, they'll cover to have it reconstructed. Other uh, reconstructive type surgeries, if they'll cover it for any other reason, then they ought to cover it for gender-related concerns as well. Well, I do think we're heading that way, and maybe maybe I'm hopeful that we're heading that way sooner than later, 
because I have seen it in, in other states and other places. So I was going to grab that methyl SP and look at the... What's in there? What? Uh, He's walking across the room I as he keeps talking. talking. I have to turn on the light. And we hope that I it doesn't to make too this. much buzz that we can't hear, but the microphone will. Okay. I can hear so, it. So, I got it. Okay. The other thing I mentioned that's one of the important uh, things I'm taking to... Can you hear the lamp buzz? Yeah, I can hear the lamp buzz. It's just going to have to buzz for a minute because I need to read this in the light here. Okay. Apex Energetics uh, is the company that makes methyl-spmethyl-sp. And here's what's in it. Uh, we've got some vitamin C, vitamin E, B6, folate, B12, magnesium. Riboflavin. And then we've got choline. Mm-hmm. Choline trimethylglycine. That's the that's the high one. That's five hundred and fifty milligrams. Right. Uh, MSM. MSM beetroot and betaine HCL. Those are each fifty milligrams. So, so th this is something you'd have to get from somebody who does that kind of work because you'd have to know is this the right thing, or do you need something similar but not this? Right. And how much? Right. How much would be helpful to you? Mm-hmm. So that's good. I feel like we've talked about a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. We don't. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. It's the topicless kitchen sink podcast. I'm going to turn off the buzzing light now. Okay. Okay. Thank you. I think, do we have anything else to say? Can we just turn off the microphone now? Um. I ask as he's still standing across the room. Let's see. No, I think that's about it. Okay. All right. We're sorry for subjecting you to the buzzy light. <laughs> <sighs> All right. That's it. Yep. Okay. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcatcher and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! We're sorry for subjecting you to the buzzy light. I'm sorry for subjecting my wife to the buzzy light. Your wife is the one who has to do the noise removal of the buzzy light on I the... know, that's why. <laughs> I love you, dear. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>